Okay, good morning. So yesterday we began discussing the Indian of Shavivim, and we're discussing how many of us have how, uh, the perspective that we have in the Indian of Shavivim, and the way we look at the Indian of Shavivim is with a certain amount of kvedos, a certain amount of heaviness. It's about being mechaser, it's about having chesarn in my tainig, in my geschmack, in my enjoyment in life. And although it's something I need to do, it's something I need to work on, I understand that perhaps the importance of it, perhaps I don't understand it, but I know that it's something that uh, I should understand. But nevertheless, it's, uh, it, it's not so geschmack. It's not something that's enjoyable, it's not something that I'm looking forward to. Because it's, uh, it's difficult and it's challenging and therefore I'm not excited about these days. I'm not excited about L. I know I, know I need to work on it. I know I need to become a better person, but it's hard and it's difficult and uh, nobody enjoys working on themselves. And the same thing when it comes to Shevim. I don't, it's not days that I'm looking forward to if the whole avoid of Shevim is just to, uh, to take away tiny. What he explained to us yesterday is that all that comes from a lack of, a lack of, uh, a lack of looking at, the pro- at Shevim in the proper way. The point of Shevim is not to make our lives less enjoyable. The point of Shmir Sabris, the point of Tikkun HaYesoyed is not to make our lives less enjoyable. On the contrary, the point is the Rebbe wants to give us proper, real timing. The Rebbe wants us to live lives which are enjoyable. The Rebbe wants to live lives which are Geshmak. Now, in order to do that, there's certain processes we need to go through to take away fake tainig and to attach ourselves to real tainig. But the avoida of the Yemei Shavim is to live the most enjoyable life possible. Now, how do we do that? We have to figure out what, what, how do we live an enjoyable life? What is real enjoyment? What is real hana? What is real tainig? And what is fake tainig? But that's the avoida. And the Mela, the whole avoida of Shavim is, 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 there's a new light on the whole avoida of Shavim when I recognize that these are days in which the Rebbe is telling me, I want you to live a life full of pleasure. It's not a life, it's not a days of taking away pleasure. On the contrary, it's days of giving ourselves more real pleasure and more pleasure, which is, uh, which is real everlasting pleasure. And that's the Avoid, that's what he explained to us yesterday, is that the Avoid of Avoid of Hashem is supposed to be tainig. And Befrat, during the days of Shavavim, once we understand what it is, we'll understand that the whole musig of Shavim is the Indian of tainig. So now, I'll go in a little bit on ice based on what a bris is, what bris in general is, which means a covenant. Forget about the actual bris that we all have in our, in our own bodies. But a bris, will explain to us what a bris, a covenant is, you know, in general. And then we'll get into the idea of the panemius of the bris. And once we, once we get shlav by shlav, we understand what the yesoid of a bris is, we understand what shmiris of bris means actually, we understand what tainig means actually, then we'll be able to really enjoy ourselves properly, we'll be able to really utilize these days properly. So he says like this, a musig bris, yeah? He says, a musig bris, pirusha is chayvas chazaka. What is a bris? A bris is not the same thing as a shvua, right? There's different levels that I can, uh, I can, I can promise myself, I can promise somebody else that I'm gonna do something. One is, I say I'm gonna do it, I'm just give my debur, which obviously I'm not supposed to go back on my debur. It's not, it's, it's mishapara, it's not the proper thing to do, but that's, I give my word. The second thing is I can make a shvua, I can make another, I can promise you, I can swear that I'm going to do something. A level even higher than a shvua is a bris. A bris means that I, I require myself and I, I obligate myself to do something irregardless of what takes place. Lavan and Yaakov make a bris and they say here, there's a treaty that's taking place between us that regardless of how how uh, far apart our children get from each other, we're never gonna attack each other. A bris means it's a certain level of a schaivus that's greater than the level of a shvua, greater than the level of a nether. It's a level of a schaivus of attaching yourself to something or obligating yourself to something that no matter what set of circumstances come that way, there's a bris which takes place, it's, it's a creases bris. You're cutting a bris and saying that we are here, we're together, we're going to both obligate ourselves to a certain hischaivus regardless of what takes place. It's hischaivus ha'chazacho, b'chal krisis bris, k'veh m'shosim hischaivus. So that's what krisis bris means. And then every bris is a kairis bris on something. Either that we're not gonna attack each other, we're always gonna be married to each other, we're always gonna be friends with each other. Whatever the krisis bris is, but the bris means hischaivus on something specific. 
He says, "Vehine kasher." He says, uh, just on the bottom, he writes, "Bris in yana eschayvus." You can mention Rambam Harbe b'Torah. My bris shakars love and v'yakov shalo yazik ishes reayu. That's the first. I think the first bris. The uh, first. Well, it's after Avram Avinu bris ben Absarim. That's the bris of love and v'yakov. Two people doing it. V'chengam bris milu eschayvus shalo shem izbarach v'shalano by a bris. When we're covers bris by Hashem, we're not just cutting a piece of skin off. What's taking place is we are covers bris. We're getting involved in a covenant with the Rabbanim where we promise Him we're going to do something. And he promises us he's going to do something. That, that's what a bris is. All right, Lavan and Yaakov say, okay, we each promise that we're going to do something. We're both partners in this relationship with the level of creases bris we're going to do for each other. Creases bris between every yid and the Rabbanisham is a promise from the Rabbanisham to us and a promise from us to the Rabbanisham. It's not just, okay, we're going to obligate ourselves on a level of a business transaction. For that, you make a nether or shvua. Creases bris also is an Indian, of, an Indian of a relationship that takes place. The Hischaivus is in order to be Mechazek the Hischaivus. The Hischaivus is not the, the point of the bris. The point of the bris is not the Hischaivus itself. The point of the bris is the Hischaivus in order to strengthen the Hischaivus. So there's a relationship that wants to be built between Lavan and Yaakov. Lavan and Yaakov come together and Lavan says, let's create a bris, let's create a relationship, let's create a bond between ourselves. How do they do that? They make a creases bris in which they both obligate themselves to each other. But the point is not just the obligation. The point is the relationship and the obligation is just the way that you're able to ensure that the relationship is an everlasting relationship, a relationship which lasts forever. And therefore the Hischaivus it's a schaibus, it's an obligation, but hidden within the obligation is the eskashus, is the relationship that comes, and the eschaibus is just there in order to, that you're able to understand what the relationship's about. And therefore, when the Rabbanishim was kairis bris with every single one of us, when we're eight days old, with every single yid, male or female, the Rabbanishim was a kris bris with every yid, in order to figure out what the kris bris is, we have to look back at the first bris that the Rabbanishim ever made at the first yid, the bris between Avram Avinu and the Rabbanisham bris ben The Rabbanisham says the following sentence, and this will help us understand what the bris is between us, Klal Yisrael, and the Rabbanisham. The Rabbanisham says, "Vakemoisi as brisi, beinu benecha." We're going to be makayim the bris beinu benecha between me and between you, ubein zarecha acharecha, not just Avram Avinu, but all your children that they raise for future generations, lebris oylam, an everlasting covenant, liyis lecha lelehim. The first thing is the Rabbanisham says, "I promise you." I will always be for you a God. I'll be for you, for all your children, for future generations. I will be Lias Lechalalehim. Zois Brisi Asher Tishmairu, Beinu Benechem and Bein Zara Zacharecha, Hamoylechem Kol Zachar, Venemaltav Es Besar Or Lesechem, Vahayula Ais Bris Beinu Benechem. So a pasuk arisha, the first pasuk, which is Avram, the Rambam is telling Avram Avinu, that's the chelik of the Rambam in the in the Bris. Which is Lias Lechalalehim Ulezarecha Acharecha. The Rambam will be for us a God and for all future generations. Hashem is Baruch Maftiach Lahashrish Chinasa Bi Yisrael. The Rambam promises that there'll always be Ashras Hashchin and Klal Yisrael. Sheniska Lias Im Hashem Banavahuva. We will always be the Rambam's beloved children. Vapasak Hasheni. And then the Rambam continues. Okay, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm giving into the breast. That's my part of the relationship. That's what I promise you. No matter what happens, there'll always be a creases bish. The Rambam says, Okay, now there's a second part. What's the second part? The second part is what you have to do in the relationship. I'll, I'll do, the Rabbi Hashem says, is Lias Chalalehim. Zakh the Rabbi the second part is Ben Elmaltam as Besara Lasechem, Lachtuch Lahasra Sa'arla. What you need to do is, you need to take off the bris. You need to take off the Arla, take off the Arla and Megal of the bris. Habrisi Lias Chalalehim, Bechelik Shalano Bebris, who Limel Kalzachar, Lichras S. Arla Sa'ar. The Rabbi says, very simple. I'm going to be your God. What you need to do is, is have a bris. Every child on the eighth day 
needs to cut off the foreskin and be able to and, and have that idea called a bris. And that's what you need to do for a bris. Now we're going to understand as we go through it that the bris doesn't just mean it's not a one-time thing. The bris is not something that takes place again. The Rosh says, "I'm going to be for you a god forever, and all you need to do is one time in the eighth day something you don't even do. Somebody does it for you. You don't even choose to do it. Happens automatically. Happens because your father brought you to a bris." Rosh says, "The idea of creases bris between us and the Rabbanim. The idea of having a bris mila is more than just." something that takes place as a one-time event. It's something which is a constant, ongoing event, as we'll see what, once we understand what, what it means to, have an, to, to, be, to take off the Urla of the Basar. But that's what, that's what the Krisis Bris is. It's a, it's a covenant that's created between us and the Rabbanishim, which is forever. The Rabbanishim says, my part of the covenant is and our part of the covenant is to have that Basar Urla taken off, to have the Urla on the Basar taken off. And we'll understand, once we get to the Pneumius, which is get to an Eis Gimel of what that means, we'll understand, okay, so what is our obligation in this Krishna's verse? But that's a kitzur, what a Krishna's verse is. It's a schaivos, it's an obligation, hidden, hidden inside this schaivos is this kashras, the relationship. It's an obligation which is meant in order to strengthen a relationship, to be able to give it a relationship which will last forever and will never ever be broken. Shukach.